0: Dr. Demento, the man who brought comedic novelty music to the masses for 40 years, disappeared from the airwaves in the year 2010 and has not been heard on terrestrial radio in over a decade since. Was he abducted by bloodthirsty clowns? Did he join a monastery? Did he move to the planet Meat Morp? In this episode of the Dandy Funhouse, I'm going to attempt to answer the question on nobody's mind. Where, Where is, is Dr. Demento? Demento? Let's, step, Let's into step into the funhouse. House. <laughs> Where am I? You just entered the dandy funhouse. Dr. Demento, the maniacal force for all things musically absurd... Commanded the terrestrial radio airwaves for 40 nonstop years, from 1970 through 2010. He helped bring much deserved attention to such iconic artists as Ray Stevens, who still performs regularly at his own dinner theater, the Cabaret in Nashville. Great show, by the way. Jimmy Durante, Spike Jones, Judy Tenuta, and of course, the notorious Weird Al Yankovic, amongst countless others. He suddenly and mysteriously disappeared from the airwaves in the year 2010, and I did promise in the show opening that I would attempt to uncover where he went. But before we get into all that, I think some back history on the good Dr. Demento is in order, because you might think of him as just a nasally-voiced, horn-honking, slide-whistling disc jockey, but I can assure you there's more than meets the eye to Dr. Demento. Much more! 1941 the world gets a little demented all right let's go back to 1941 april 2nd to be exact minnesota's own barrett eugene hansen whom the world will eventually know as dr demento comes kicking and screaming into the world although he hasn't yet been weaned on slide whistles and bicycle horns There was nothing really unusual or noteworthy about his Midwestern upbringing, at least until the age of 12, when in 1953 Barrett stumbles across a treasure trove of thousands of 78 RPM records at a local thrift store for a nickel each, starts spending all his allowance, and gets raptured in the music from across the ages, falling deeply in love with the recorded art form. He spends the next seven years immersing himself in sounds transcending cultures and genres straight through his high school years. Then in 1960, while attending Reed College in Portland, Oregon, he was presented with an opportunity to work at the school's radio station, KRRC, and earned his way up to becoming program director and eventually general manager. While at Reed, he studied classical music and then after graduation went on to UCLA, earning a master's degree in folklore and ethnomusicology. And like every young adult who spends a fortune in time, energy, and money to get through college, he put these degrees to very good use by hanging out with rock and roll hippies and becoming a roadie for the band's spirit and also canned heat. (laughs) But Barrett did put those relationships he built during this time to very good use and parlayed all of that into becoming a talent scout for specialty records. He also took a job at the radio station KPPC-FM in Pasadena, California, where he began broadcasting his own weekly oldies radio show, and his music industry connections built and Barrett Hansen found himself putting together compilation albums for Warner Brothers and also writing articles for Rolling Stone and Hit Parader. Eugene Barrett Hansen was a very, very busy guy. Or Barrett Eugene Hansen, I mean. Right, 1970, Demento debuts. One day in 1970, while doing his radio show at KPPC FM, Barrett played a song by Nervous Norvis that would change his life forever. It was called Transfusion. Another DJ going by Obscene Stephen Clean called Barrett Demented for playing it. And somehow the label stuck. It wouldn't unstick and eventually morphed into his now iconic nomenclature of Dr. Demento. Barrett Eugene Hansen embraced his new handle, wholeheartedly and began seeking out and playing the most absurd music on the planet, incorporating them into his oldie show and destiny was set in motion as he officially changed the title of his show to the doctor Demento show. The offbeat novelties became really popular with listeners, so much so that he altered his format to solely concentrate on bringing wacky tunes to the airwaves. Within a few short years, popularity grew, and he was picked up and syndicated across America by the Westwood One radio network, airing mainly late Sunday evenings on FM rock stations. Well, let's go into the 1980s and the Robert Young era. In 1982, production of The Dr. Demento Show was taken over by a journalist named Robert Young, who oversaw what most consider to be Dr. Demento's heyday. Under Young's guidance, stronger relationships were forged with national media outlets, and live appearances and interviews across the United States became part of normal promotion. During the course of the 80s, under Young's watch, The Dr. Demento Show brought exposure and acclaim to novelty music artists from bygone eras like Spike Jones and Jimmy Durante, mainstays of modern times like Frank Zappa and Ray Stevens, and also breaking up-and-comers like Judy Tenuta, Richard Cheese, and, well, we can't understate his contribution to the career of easily the most successful novelty music artist of all time, Weird Al Yankovic. It was also during this era that a character named Whimsical Will was introduced to the show, who hosted a segment called Demented News. But Whimsical Will was unfortunately not included in the nationally syndicated version of the show and was relegated only to the longer four-hour version of the show on their Los Angeles flagship station. Producer Robert Young eventually parted ways with Westwood One Radio Network in 1990, and along with it, his production time with the Dr. Demento show folded. He did later release a book in 2014 about his time with the show entitled Producing Demento. The 1990s, Demento Produces Demento. After the departure of producer Robert Young, Barrett Hansen himself took over production and management in 1992 and cut a syndication deal with On the Radio Broadcasting, which allowed him greater control over song and segment choices that wouldn't have been approved under Westwood One, and also allowed for bringing Whimsical Will onto the nationally syndicated broadcast. Yay, Whimsical Will! Syndication included with On the Radio Broadcasting for the remainder of the 90s until... Demento syndicates himself. In the year 2000, Barrett forms Tolonian Productions and personally takes over syndication of the Dr. Demento show. One of the hardest working men in the funny business, he produces 52 shows per year, almost never running a repeat. In 2005, Dr. Demento is inducted into the Comedy Music Hall of Fame, and in 2009, the National Radio Hall of Fame. He continues bringing dementia to the airwaves for the next decade until 2010, when he mysteriously disappears from terrestrial radio airwaves entirely, which brings us to the question posed at the start of the show. Where Where is is Dr. Demento? (laughs) He took his show online broadcasts on the internet now find them at drdemento.com what'd you think i was gonna say hey while you're there you can also become a card carrying member of demento's fan club otherwise known as the demento society he also has a merchandise store which surprisingly does not sell top hats but does sell the usual t-shirts and ball caps but there are also some much more interesting items over there like skull caps turntable slip mats oh by the way His personal vinyl music collection is rumored to be greater than 85,000 vinyl records. You can get autographed photos over there, a balsa wood glider, frisbees, a ruler that says something on it I can't repeat on this show, and a blue ribbon, which I'm having trouble comprehending who or why anyone would buy a Dr. Demento blue ribbon unless they were demented. And now you know Dr. Demento, where he came from, how he got here, where he went, and where you can find them now. What else you want from me? I'm a support pitiful show host over here. Come on, give me a break already. If you'd really like to give me a break, please consider contributing to the production of future episodes here at the Dandy Funhouse by visiting the patronage page at dandyfunhouse.com. Supporters gain access to exclusive bonus content, and super supporters also gain access to that exact same content. Plus, I'll personally mail you something real dandy from right here at the Dandy Funhouse Studios. What more could you ask for? But you gotta provide me with your mailing address. All right, that does it for this episode. Come back soon to the Dandy Funhouse, where everything is always fun and dandy. Dandy. <laughs> Stay demented!